Welcome to the Fixed Ops Roundtable podcast, featuring Ted Ings and his distinguished guests. Each week, you'll gain valuable insights to level up your game in retail automotive's fixed operations. This episode is brought to you by BG Products, partners beyond products. And now, here's Ted Ames. Welcome back to the Fixed Ops Roundtable. Jim Roche is the founder and the executive chairman of WarCloud, and uh, he is a fixture in fixed operations and retail. And uh, Jim is an innovator, and Jim, you've done so much for the industry. We're honored to have you today as our keynote speaker. Everyone, welcome Jim Roche to the Fixed Ops Roundtable. Thank you, Ted. Uh, It's amazing what's happened with the Fixed Ops Roundtable and how it's evolved over the last little while. Uh, a huge kudos to both you and Ted uh, for how you've done it. I mean, the last the last show that you had, Rev It Up, featured Jay Leno, which is a remarkable accomplishment. He closed the show. Uh, although when Ted and I talked about me doing this and Ted told me that I was going to follow Jay Leno, I, this isn't exactly what I thought he had in mind. But congratulations <laughs> nonetheless, and it's an honor to be here. You, I know you've got some amazing stuff to show us today. In fact, we're going to talk about the future of warranty processing, and it's what a big part of the dealer's business. I don't think a lot of folks realize that, and um, you've got some great perspective to share with us today, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm happy to share it, although I think maybe some of the audience went warranty processing and they might have yawned, but we're going to walk through some information uh, that for those of you who did yawn may change your perspective a little bit. Um, So let's turn to some slides and talk about how to turbocharge uh, your service growth. As some of you heard me say over the years, let's begin at the beginning. And let's agree that the objective is profitable growth. That's the goal. And there is no other goal. Everything that we do every day, whether it's taking care of customers, riding our rows, working on the vehicles, all of those activities are in service of the objective. And that is profitable growth. It's a little bit challenged these days. So uh, it looks like we're going to see uh, a decline. We know we saw a decline in the number of vehicles we sold in 2020. And in 2021 now, consensus estimate is between 16 and 16 and a half million, which is great. But that's a little bit of a cry from where we were at 17 million, uh, what everybody came to know and love. So we're going to be selling fewer. And maybe more alarmingly, is the margin trends there. Um, This uh, slide is courtesy of our friends at V-Auto, and it shows the long-term trend for both new and used vehicle margins. Now, that runs through the end of 2019. I know that 2020 is an anomaly because of the inventory shortage that we saw, but what I'm referring to are the longer-term trends, and these trends will reassert themselves, and as we go forward, it will be harder and harder to make money selling new and used vehicles. And recently and interestingly, uh, just within the last couple of weeks, we've seen some information in the press. And it essentially is talking about how some OEMs appear to be positioning uh, to sell vehicles direct or through websites. And the hypothesis is, is that perhaps going forward, dealers might become more service centers and delivery centers. Uh, than the traditional dealer model of today. Um, 
So that could be a little bit concerning and also uh, brings a question as to what uh, the role will be going forward for selling vehicles, um, which leads us to uh, service is the new profit driver, not surprisingly. Service made up about 12% of overall revenue uh, in the last year recorded, but for the first time in over 40 years, service drove more than 50% of dealership gross profit, 50.2%. Oh, okay, great. Service is going to be the new profit driver of the dealership going forward. Let's take a closer look at that service growth. So this chart shows how service has grown over the last 10 years or so. And if you look at the last five years, you see that the average growth has been about 4.3%. So that's pretty good. Not double digits, but that's okay. But so there are several components to service department growth. Let's zoom in on those a little bit. And this is where it starts to get interesting. This is the customer pay trend for the last five years. And you look in 2015, customer pay growth at the dealers was 1.1%. And then in 2019 was 1.3%. You see that inverted V? Uh, so what we're seeing is that Customer pay is not driving a lot of growth. What caused that inverted V? Well, the theory is it was probably driven by Takata, airbags, and other recalls. Consumers had to get those done at a dealership, so they came in millions because of the volume of the recalls. And while they were at the dealer, they got some things done. But then it tapered off, and they defected from dealership service. So what we're looking at is, I'll call it fairly anemic customer pay growth. Well, what's growing, uh, what's driving that growth in service then? Here is the trend when it comes to factory warranty, up over 38% in the last five years. And if you look at that trend line, that's not a V, that's going up and to the right. In fact, the five-year growth of warranty, not extended, but OEM warranty, has been 38.3% or about a 7.7% average. So what's really driving your service department growth is warranty. And what's driving that growth in warranty? Well, I thought, gosh, it must have been, you know, some of these recalls, uh, you know, the big recalls, the Takata airbag, um, and I was wrong. Um, in fact, what's driving that warranty growth is we're on this path to autonomous vehicles and we're just at the beginning of how much technology is being inserted into the vehicles. And it is that increasing amount of technology that's the primary driver of this increasing warranty. The typical dealer does almost 19,000 ROs per year. And of, from those 19,000 ROs, we see a little bit more than 1.4 million in warranty work is done. The average warranty RO uh, for all dealers is about $344 per RO. How is that going uh, to look? How is that going to evolve as we go forward in time? Well, the most recent wards was talking about how there is more complexity coming into EVs and AVs, and this creates more chances for errors. The probable outcome, a likely rise in vehicle recalls. Moving forward even more, and if you look at the NHTSA data, from 2010 to 2019, recalls increased 324% compared to the previous decade. 
So this additional technology, this increasing complexity in vehicles may drive higher warranty. Well, what do dealers say? Rivian additionally uh, has taken aim at Tesla and other automakers by increasing their warranty coverage to 175,000 miles. Eight year, 175,000 mile coverage for the battery pack and the drivetrain. Everything else on a Rivian vehicle is five years or 60,000 miles. Now you compare that to Tesla, BMW, and some of the other high lines, they're typically at four years or 50,000 miles. So the bar has been raised and we anticipate that other automakers will follow suit. So what do dealers say about the future of warranty? Well, interesting, interestingly, we went out and asked, only 8% of dealers or service leaders say warranty will decrease in the future. 92% of you say that it will increase or it will at least remain constant. So it seems to be a consensus that at least in the near term, call it the next five years, we're going to see warranty bumping up. So if you look at the trend line, the last five years of warranty, it increased 38.3%, or as I said, about 7.7% on average per year. WarCloud is forecasting that warranty will continue to increase through to the end of 2024, about another 45% versus where it was at the end of 2019. Uh, and then for all the factors we've discussed and others, probably will begin to level off then. But what we're looking at is a significant increase in warranty, which is already the fastest growing uh, component of your dealership's uh, primary profit driver. So let's take a look at that. Let's take a look at warranty profitability. And it becomes concerning. The process, uh, the cost of processing warranty is consuming your warranty profit. Dealers spend about $1.6 billion per year on the cost of processing warranty. That works out to be about 6.1% of the value of the warranty repair order. And the reason this is significant, in addition to, just, to it just being a huge bite out of the warranty RO, is if you look at other industries where they process claims, they are a fraction of where we are. And we'll talk about why that is a little bit more in a minute. Um, actually, the 6.1% is an average across all dealers in the United States. If you go to the coasts where employee costs are a little higher, it's higher. For example, California on average is about 7.2%. But the average for all dealers in the United States is 6.1% of your warranty RO is consumed by the processing costs. Why? Well, if you take a look and you fully burden how many people are processing warranty? The average of all dealers, it's about 1.6 full-time equivalent people who are doing the processing of the warranty. And on average, it takes about 11 minutes to process one claim. It's these two things that are driving these high warranty processing costs. The problem with a manually intensive process, it revolves around people. You have employee payroll taxes and other expenses. In the case of warranty administration, it's a high employee turnover position, which is costly, but it's also a primary point of failure. And one of the challenges is, is we have this skill set or call it tribal knowledge that's locked up in people's heads, but 
There isn't a line of people coming in to replace that expertise. The millennials and the Gen Y and the Gen Zers are not lining up to work on green screens so that they can process uh, a factory <laughs> warranty at a dealership. So, hey, Jim, I gotta I gotta interrupt and say that picture of the gentleman, the warranty administrator working there. A lot of us can re- in the audience can relate <laughs> to that desk and to that screen. And uh, <laughs> do you think a lot of them are saying, "How did he get a picture of me?" It hits home. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I picking on the poor gentleman in the picture, but unfortunately, we've all been in plenty of places where that's a real picture. Um, but what's driving this increased cost, Ted, is that the process for submitting warranty claims today is largely manual. It's manually intensive. It's pushing paper around. And that's just incredibly inefficient and costly. The solution to this is technology-driven automation. For reasons that I don't know, uh, warranty processing is one of the few remaining areas of the dealership that have not been streamlined technology, and it's long overdue. Automation is proven to typically reduce costs by over 50%, but maybe more importantly, technology brings a scalable solution now and into the future. This solves your turnover and employee retention problem. It solves that single point of failure challenge. And it future-proofs your warranty processing as we go into the future. And keep in mind, that's critical because we're going to see warranty continue to go up. It's going to become a bigger and bigger part of your business. And when priced properly, it converts fixed expenses into variable costs, which is really more um, advantageous when, it, when your costs adjust to how well your business is doing. So as I say, the key to long-term profit is automation. Ideally, how this automation will work is repair orders would be extracted from your DMS. System would take into account all of the needs of the various elements of warranty processing, what the OEM needs to see, what the dealer needs to have happen, and what the capabilities of your DMS are it would provide that automation and that would only get human beings involved when it's absolutely necessary. That's where you can leverage technology to bring efficiencies and drive down costs and protect yourself going forward. So the conclusions from this, pretty straightforward. I think we can agree vehicle sales going forward will be unreliable. There will be fewer sales and there'll be declining margins. Service is going to be the driver of dealer profitability, and warranty is the new growth engine of service. 7.7% average annual growth versus 1.3% in the last year for customer pay, and we'll see continued growth into the near term. Defending your warranty profit margins is critical, and technology is the solution. So that's my hypothesis. I hope that was a little bit eye-opening when it comes to what is been a little bit of a mundane topic, which is warranty. Um, Ted, any questions or any other part of this you'd like to dive deeper into? Jim, yes, several questions, and I'd love to dive a little bit deeper. Uh, Warranty processing has historically been inefficient, and you are showing us now perhaps um, some new methodologies to be able to do that. Tell me, with warranty growth expected to occur the way you are showing us, what do I, as a dealer or a fixed ops director, what do I need to do now to, to prepare and to ready my, my store for what's, what's happening, what's occurring now, what's coming? 
Well, I think there's a couple of things you want to do. Um, uh, the first reaction in the past, in my experience, has typically typically been, wow, that sounds like that's a high percentage. I don't think my costs are that high. Um, you don't have to take my word for it, but I will tell you that I have looked at lots of different dealerships and it almost comes down to 6.1% or higher down to the penny. The trick with that is that you don't, you don't just go and say, okay, I have a warranty administrator. Here's what I pay them. You have to look at the entire compensation package, benefits and overhead, if you pay any bonuses, but you also have to look at where the costs, those expenses are tucked away. Do you have a backup? Do you have an, a, an, a, an assistant service manager or a service advisor or worse yet, even your technicians are doing warranty processing? If you do, that's costing you money. And if it's someone who's customer facing like a service advisor or worse yet, a revenue generator like a technician, that's costing you serious money. So if you feel it necessary, look deeper into the expenses and then ask yourself, am I in a position where I want to leverage technology to outsource warranty processing. I look at a typical dealership, Jim, and let's say they have two different nameplates. So you've got two different people, perhaps processing warranties, one for, for each brand. One goes on vacation or one, one is out sick for some reason. And then a lot of those get neglected as well. So there's, you're right, there's a lot to the cost that may not meet the eye. And the real world is that this needs to be addressed on the on the dealer level and be aware of what's coming. Ted, you, you bring up an important point. I can't tell you the number of times where I've walked into a similar scenario. The worst case scenario is when the warranty administrator stomps out in a huff and then things start to stack up. And I've had, you know, service leaders say to me, you know, yeah, we lost ours or they're on vacation or whatever. Look at the stack of ROs. And I have to tell them, that's not a stack of repair orders. That's a stack of money that's just sitting there because it, it, the potential is to convert it into money in your bank account and you're not doing that. So you've got to think of warranty repair orders as money. That's a stack of money. Uh, and and yeah, that, that typically creates a sense of urgency. <laughs> I, and I don't think anybody can deny the increasing complexity in vehicles. You know, you look back, five, six years ago and to today, it's just continuing. And so it's it's not going to stop. So uh, a solution such as WarCloud, um, how do dealers get a hold of you? What's, what's, I'm sure they're going to have questions and they're going to want to get their questions answered. What's the best way for people to, to reach out to you? Well, I think the ticker has been showing my email address, Ted, uh, so they can um, email me directly. Um, and for those of you who know me, you know, I've been around the industry over 30 years. I've written a couple of books about service. Uh, and you know, I love talking about this stuff. Um, I'll ask you as many questions as you will ask me because I'm a student of the industry. Uh, reach out to me or you can go to warcloud.com uh, and put in an inquiry there. And uh, someone will be back to you uh, as quick as we can be. Jim, thank you for putting this not only on the radar screen, but really splashing it here in the keynote to address our conference here today at the Fixed Ops Roundtable. I think it's one of the most important topics, and it's certainly one that's going to continue to be. And uh, Jim, we're going to have to have you back to uh, to talk about this a little bit further. So if you don't mind, I want to 
I want to get on your on your calendar for later this year. We've got a, a couple, three more events coming up. So let's talk and chat some more about this. And I think our, our dealer audience will be, uh, be thrilled to have you back. Well, thank you, Ted. It's an honor to be here. I always enjoy talking with you and presenting to the audience, and I'd, I'd be happy to do it. And you're quite right. Uh, hopefully, I highlighted that as we go forward, this is going to be an increasingly important topic, uh, and we got to get it on our radar screen now. Jim Roche from WarCloud, everybody, here today at the Fixed Ops Roundtable. Thank you. Thank you.